0: Hello, and welcome back to Real Heart Talk podcast and radio on 360 Real Talk for Women. We're so happy to have you with us today. And we have a return guest, Monica. She's going to be with us, and she is from Oregon. And today we are going to be talking about something that we all struggle with, is how do we readjust and focus After so many distractions, our phone, our email, our notifications on our computer, how can we readjust and focus and also drill into the path that we're following? You know, we don't have to take every course that comes along. So we're going to be talking about that today. Welcome, Monica. So glad to have you with us.
1: Yes. Hey, Pamela. How are you? Thank you so very much for the invitation to come back and be able to talk with your viewers because I'm really excited about today's topic.
0: That is fantastic. Me too. So I know that you were talking about earlier, how do you, you know, know which courses to take or know which um, path to take. Because there are so many great ones out there. There's Tony Robbins, there's Dean Graciosi, there's Brenda Burchard, there's Arate Syndicate. There is plenty. John C. Maxwell's um, law, his laws of growth and his school. So there's so many out there, but what are you in particularly struggling with when it comes to focusing?
1: Well, you know, I I think that we, we all have that shiny sin, you know, like that shiny object syndrome, you know, where we're like, Ooh, shiny thing. Or the the most comical uh, thing is like, Ooh, squirrel. Like we get distracted so easily, you know, or the, the, the dangling carrot, like what's next or what the new term is, or the new term to me, FOMO, uh, fear of missing out. And, and the thing is, is one of the things that I've noticed is that what is, what is meant to be for me will be for me. And, you know, God has the things planned out. And that's the thing I have to remember is that plan, God has plans to prosper me and not to harm me. And, you know, and he also says to not lean on my own understanding. But at the same time, I, I understand we, we got to do the work. You know, we ha- we have to have the faith, you know, faith without works is dead. So you got to do the work. But the question is, how much work or how much education or courses or challenges do we continue to do until we actually start to work? So that's the question. Um, Do you agree with me, Pamela? I think that's
0: a very good question because I myself have thought the same thing because it's like, I do want to sit under the leadership. You know, I took Darren Hardy's ludicrous insanity course. And I love that, you know, and I'm at the point where, okay, let's not do anything new. Let's go back and revisit what we have purchased and what we have in our repository, you know, and glean and learn from that and apply it. Because I think what the problem is, is that we are there and we're grabbing, 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 take it in, take it in, take it in. And then when do we stop to apply it? I mean, do we give us a three ourselves a month timeline or a three month timeline? When do you apply what you have learned?
1: You know, that's such a great question because um, I have. Well, one, I'm a teacher. You know, I'm a professor, and I've and I've been teaching for numerous years, and um, I love education. So, you know, I guess I'm a education junkie, but. Just recently, I took a course with Peng Yoon and within the course, it was a three day intensive five hours per day course. But within the course, he literally stopped and he says, OK, I want you to write it down. I want you guys to take the next three minutes and just write down what I just taught you, like not verbatim what I taught you, but like I want you to, you know, write out your, um, your story. Script. What is the script that you're going to be using on your video when you are reaching your clients? I want you to put in your solution, your problem, your offer, your this, and I want you to do it right now. Ready, set, go. You got three minutes. And you know, I love it because that really was fresh in my mind. It was, and and you had him right there. So if you had questions, you were able to stop and ask him, like, hey. What do you think about this? And, and then he had people take some turns and, and being in the hot seat and put in, you know, say what we had just finished writing. And then he would ask us, you know, questions or help us implement it in a different way. So from what I learned is as we go, while it's still fresh in our minds, is when I think we need to start doing it, you know? And it's funny because even as a teacher, when I was teaching, I used to make my students do it right then and there too. You know, it was fresh in their mind. And one of the things that I always taught my students all the time was you see one, you do one, and then you teach one. Therefore it's stronger and and more affirmed in your brain of what you need to be doing. So I'll repeat that. You see one, you do one, and then you teach one. So Therefore, that is what he what Peng Yun just made us do. So we saw him and, you know, we watched him do his and then he had us do one. And then he wanted us to, like, you know, explain to other people and put it in the chat when we heard somebody else like, okay, what did you guys think about? that person, you know, put it in the chat. And so we were able to actually teach or give our constructive criticism or whatever um, ideas and tips to the to the next person that was there. And he even did breakout sessions. So therefore, I was like, wow, this is great. And this is what we should be doing when we do take a course or or something. And, and I and I really love how what you said as well. And And I've been telling this to my other students, too. It's like, Let's stop chasing the shiny thing. Let's stop chasing the squirrel and chasing the carrot that's dangling in front of us because we're never going to catch that carrot. But focus on what we might have already bought, you know, whatever it is that we already bought or maybe whatever free challenge class that we've taken and really play full out. Like we hear we hear those words, play full out. Are you ready to play full out? But yet we say them, but we really don't. We... We might do 50%, we might do 75%, really depending. And because it's all virtual, sometimes we will take ourselves off camera or we'll mute ourselves, we'll walk away, we'll go get a snack, our kids, our laundry or whatever. And then we didn't really play full out. So therefore we're, we're missing. And, and what we're really doing is we're kind of um, shooting ourselves in the foot. And, uh, and, and so I really want to help my students, my clients and stuff to, to focus on what they already have on their plate. And the only way I can do that is by being an example. So what do you think?
0: I love that. And I love to see one, do one, teach one. Uh, so what he had you do was stop and repeat what he taught you, and you wrote it down because when you write things down, it engages your brain. It engages you to start actually thinking of how you can make this work in your life or how that you could actually um, bring your people in that you coach, you know, and teach them and have them be teachers of what you're training them. So I love that as well. And you also said something else that Um, we hold back, you know, why is it? Why do you think that we hold back and we don't play full out? Do you think it's imposter syndrome? Do you think it's the fear of um, what other people comparison, whether people will think, what are, what are your thoughts on that?
1: Wow. I I think all of it. Um, I think that sometimes it's just the fear of success fear of, of getting out of your comfort rut, you know? And so that's actually my third book, actually, that I'm writing. Um, I'm currently writing a book that's called breaking the chains and it's pretty much, we, we are so comfortable in the rut that because it's something we know, um, we're just, we've gotten so comfortable that just the idea of getting out of it and going into something that is unknown can be scary. And, and then the fact that our loved ones or our friends, they're still in the rut and they're not out of it. And they're probably questioning and going, what are you doing? Why are you taking all these classes? Why, you know, come on, you know, get out of the stars, you know, bring your head back down. Like, stay focused on your nine to five you're, you're being irresponsible. Why are you spending thousands of dollars in, in this so-called you know classes or education and you know and, and then you get all these naysayers and they and, you know and then you start to like yeah, you're, you're right and, and stuff. And you know I just realizing maybe some of you guys right now that you guys are listening right now you guys are probably wondering what are you talking about like what courses, what things? So let me, let me explain. Right now, um, there are many people that are probably not satisfied with their nine to five job, their Monday through Friday, the mundane of, you know, people have this thing of like, oh, here comes another Monday and I don't want to go to work. Like, why, why did the, why is the weekend so short? And, you know, and the question is, why are you in a job that is making you so miserable? You know, why are you, you know, and I love how Darren Hardy, you you mentioned Darren Hardy's, but um, he, he, he was uh, quoting somebody and he says, what, you're not a tree. I think Jim Rohn was the one that said that you're not a tree. So why are you stuck there? You're not, you're not rooted in that job. But the question is, where are you going to go? And so a lot of people are going out and searching And taking courses and learning how to become an entrepreneur, learning about uh, following their vision, their dreams, finding their purpose. And so that's what that is. And, you know, but sometimes some of us might get, okay, we're we're, we're moving, but we get too scared to take that actual first step of putting into action, the things that we have learned, because we're scared. Um, And so, I, I tend to kind of be there, you know, but now I'm, I've been implementing a lot of my things. You know, like I said, this is my third book um, that I'm, I've, I've just completed my second and that's went into submission and going um, to get printed. It'll be coming out in, in June. And so I am putting the um, efforts of what I've learned and, um, and now I'm hoping that I could be a role model and be an example to, to my customers, to my clients and to the, to my students that I'm coaching.
0: Yes, no, that's great. And yes, I love that. You're not a tree. You can move, you can change, you can go somewhere else. If, if where you're at is not serving you, your needs, your passion, we all have a passion and a purpose inside, and we're living in our assignment. And every day that we delay that person that's waiting on us, is not moving forward. There are people waiting on us. They're waiting on you. They're waiting on me. They're waiting on all of you out there. You have a purpose and a passion and you're not doing anyone any service by not moving on it. This is already the third month today, March 1st. We're marching in like a lamb here in Georgia. (laughs) So hopefully it won't be too uh, stormy when it goes out. But you are marching forth to toward your passion and purpose, you have that built in, it's inside your DNA, you know, and like you, Monica, I've taken courses and I I am a continuous learner. I love education. I do love also sharing that knowledge. And I think that's where we are. You know, we have taken the courses, we've taken the steps, and now it's our time to really share what we have learned and teach others because one thing i realized i just published a book a couple of books last month myself one is 10 the 10 life lessons the 10 life changing habits what you need to know sooner to be successful faster those are things I didn't even learn until in my forties and fifties, you know, I didn't even start hearing about it. So if we can get that in the hands of the younger generation, they're going to be so much more successful and farther along when they get to where we are, because they're going to have their daily habits set, their daily routines. They're going to be readers, leaders of readers. You hear everyone say that. And so I'm excited that you have so many initiatives going on and your books are coming out as well. Um, so one thing you were talking about is you had something going on with clutter. So is clutter impeding your process of implementation?
1: Well, I, I think that clutter can be a chaos for anybody. You know, I think clutter takes away the energy um, and and actually helps with procrastination. Um, I, I, you know, it's so... Like for me, it, it kind of distracts me when I have clutter in like, for example, my desk, if I have too much clutter in my desk, I, I can't seem to concentrate. And I, you know, kind of like, okay, I need to do this first. And, and so um, that's part of it. But then the other thing too, is having clutter of, of, of too much notes and too much of this and and not having it organized. Um, so. But, uh, I, I think, it, I, I think clutter can be in, in, in anything. So whether it's in physical uh, materialistic things that it's just taking up a lot of your space and taking away, um, energy or you just, I don't know, uh, what do they call it? French way. French. I don't know what the, the actual French term way. is. What is that?
0: Yeah. way.
1: French way. Yeah. So it, it's kind of that, but, um, yeah, I, I'm I'm working on that myself, you know, trying to declutter my mind, you know, by writing things down, and you know, knowing exactly what I'm going to be doing for the day. I think is is a good start, um, but the main focus here for me is decluttering my brain because I have all these things, all these thoughts, and and it's just like it's like a tornado, hurricane of ideas, but. If you have a way to organize those ideas and declutter your mind, declutter your area um, and and just have a a good space, I think will help you and feel good, you know? And I've learned that if you give yourself a 15-minute thing, like for example, 15 minutes to just focus only on your desk, get that done, boom. Or maybe 15 minutes of decluttering your brain you know, and getting all of those ideas and those tasks that, you know, because you're thinking, oh, I, I got to do the laundry. I got to, you know, make sure I do that, run run that errand. I have to do that. You can just write it all down. And then that way you can prioritize what needs to be done. What are the most important tasks that you need to get done? And then focus on those tasks first. And if you're not done by the end of the day, that's okay. Those other ones will just be on the top of your list for the next day. And then that way I think will help um, organize yourselves a little bit more. And that's something that I've been working on myself. Um, what are, do you have any tips of, of how to declutter your mind or your, your, your life?
0: So decluttering, yes, that's a very good, um, very good activity to do. One thing I love to do is meditate. Um, if you just take 20 minutes, you know, if you have a good meditation, Deepak has a great meditation that you can do. His are only 20 minutes long. And it just really clears out everything. When I first started meditating, it was so interesting. I never thought I would have the response that I had, but I just started crying, (laughs) you know? So, I mean, when you have that, it's been, I don't know, two or three years ago, maybe even four since I started, but it was very interesting response. But It really gives you that downtime to just clear everything out and you're you're just really focused on the peace, you know, and the calmness and the getting the clarity and the focus. And it really, really makes you have a better day. And I can honestly say if you have leg pain, meditation will take it away. I am just saying, (laughs) because I used to have pains in my feet. And when I started meditating, I didn't have any more pain in my feet. So there's you a little tip for, for that. And also I do pray, you know, and have my study quiet time and with the Lord in the morning. Um, so I am very focused on that because that's where direction comes. And I hear people all the time say, you know, God talked to me, well, I want to hear, I want him to talk to me. So I'm sitting there and I'm listening, you know, even if it's just directing me in the word, but I definitely want to have that time and direction and, um, There is, so Terry Saville Foy, she is a cheerleader of your dreams, like me. I'm a dream cheerleader because I have a vision board course all about clearing the clutter. And hers is online as well. And she actually has a book called... um, Declutter, I believe is the name of it, but I did get the book. I haven't read it all the way through, but I'm sure she has some great tips in there. Now hers is for physically clearing out your house. So she will tell you how to organize yourself. If you want to clear out your house, she has a little list. There's a list sheet in there. I don't, I think it even has where you can put the day, the time, the room. So it's very organized um, of how to do that. So that's a good resource Uh, You can look that up probably on Amazon. It's called declutter. Uh, But definitely when we are cluttered inside our mind, we don't take that time to really um, reflect. John C. Maxwell talks about reflection. So does Darren Hardy. You have to have that. All of the influencers talk about reflection. You have to have that time. And actually I started mine. I was looking at, so I do an end of year reflection and I was trying to do a monthly reflection because that does help as well. Some people even do daily, you know, you could do a daily reflection. What could you have done better? Why didn't you get this done? And I don't know if you know Jesse Itzler, but he's married to Sarah, Blakely, you know, who has the Spanx. So they're they're just a beautiful people. But he has a calendar and a calendar club. So I did get that because it is a huge calendar. So you can see the whole year. So I'm looking at this, and when you're looking at it, you are really seeing if you're getting anything done or not. So it really is motivating, motivating to just see that big, huge calendar and what are you getting done? So I did accomplish something in January. I accomplished what I wanted to in February. So now this month I have another big, um, program coming out. I'm not going to say what it is yet, but I'm so excited about it (laughs) that, uh, you know, the Lord gave me and I want to share it with everybody because it is going to be impactful. It is going to give you, um, guidance and just lift you up, you know, and that's what my, what I'm about, lifting others up and helping them see their dreams come true.
1: That's really exciting. I can't wait to hear. I can't wait. I can't wait until you you get to share what that is. Yeah. And yeah, I have to look at your books that you've uh you've you've put out already. So I'm excited about that as well. Um, and you know, you brought up a really good thing, and I'm glad that you brought up uh your morning devotion with God because that is one of the things that I have done. Um, And it has made a world of difference for me to readjust and focus, right? That's what we're talking about today, readjusting and focusing. So how many of you guys out there um, are addicted to your phone? Like how many of you, like, I have to see what, you know, how many likes I got on my Facebook, my Instagram, my Twitter. Um, I have text messages, emails, blah, blah, blah. And the first thing that you do when you wake up is you grab your phone and and here's the thing is the the thing is is that what you put into your mind that's how your day is going to go you know the first things that you're putting into your mind and when i realized that when i'm i'm putting in like um the the disastrous news that's happening cuz the media is very good about just starting your day off on the wrong foot today you know, so many died and there was an accident and there's this and there's that. It's just like, oh, man, I don't want to get out of bed. Sure. And so, um, you know, so what is the first thing that we ought to be doing? Well, I mean, that's going to be your personal decision. But one of the choices that I have made is to not touch my phone for at least the first hour of my day. And I know that might be hard for a lot of us. And I catch myself, you know, kind of like um, attracted to the light, you know, like a moth attracted to the light, like, I got to touch my phone might be important. No, it's not. It's not important, you know? Um, and so we, we just have, I had to readjust and focus on God. And so, you know, do my morning thing, you know, we all have to go to the bathroom and wash our face. And But I've noticed that when I literally get in with God and pray and just be thankful and grateful for the things that he's given me, like just as silly as it may be, but a comfortable bed, there's people out there that don't have a bed you know, there's people out there that are not warm. Um, you know, right now where I'm at, it's cold and rainy and stormy. And I just feel bad for people that don't have that, you know, a home or a bed or warm blankets uh, or much less dry blankets or dry socks, you know? And so I'm grateful. And I realize, man, I am so thankful. And, you you know, I think with, with going through that, it helps readjust me and it helps me focus. And, you know, as I'm praying and I'm, you know, going, thank you for all of these things and okay, now what do you want me to do, God? Like I'm your servant. What do you want me to do? What is, what is the primary thing that you want me to get accomplished today or in these next days, or what's the next project or what is, What is the thing that you want me to do to serve and, and help your people, your, your children, right? My brothers and sisters out there that are lost that, like you had mentioned earlier, Pamela, there are people out there that are probably waiting to hear from you. Maybe there's a story, maybe there's a message inside of you that is lingering. Maybe there's a book that you have been wanting to share that you haven't done so yet. Yes. So we, we, we need to focus on that and, you know, ask God to lead us in those things. And I've noticed that when I do that and I'm quiet and I'm still, you know, um, not that long ago, a, a dear friend of mine said, Monica, you, you need to be a Martha. And I mean, uh, you need to be a Mary, you need to stop being a Martha. And for those that know about the Bible, um, these two ladies, Martha and Mary, Um, Martha was the one that was running around getting the food prepared and, you know, dishes clean and running around trying to be the hostess with the mostest. And meanwhile, Mary was sitting at Jesus's feet and just being in awe and, and being still. And there's so many times that God talks to us and says, be still, be still. And, um, and that question is, are, are we being still long enough to allow God to tell us, you know, and help us see his vision and the purpose for us because he knows us way better than we know ourselves. He knows our heart and the desires deep down inside of us way better than we know. We've gotten so accustomed to um, to do the things of the world and be accustomed to how the world present things to us than the godly way, and I think being still, readjusting, and focusing on Him will help line everything else up in your life.
0: I was thinking exactly those same words. You read my mind for sure, because <laughs> I was thinking being still is definitely the key to readjusting and uh, focusing. So you said something earlier about FOMO and faith, and we, that is one thing. I went to the next conference in January with Terry Seville Foy, cheerleader of your dreams, like me, we're going to make a cheer squad. (laughs) And so she challenged everyone to start listening to faith messages. So for 30 days, just listen to a faith message every day. So the person I picked was Michael Todd from the Transformation Church in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And he has a crazy faith on YouTube. You can listen to that series. But one thing he, one of his faith messages talked about FOMO, but it was the fear of meeting opposition. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times we don't move because of that. Instead of having the faith that we, this opportunity is here presenting to us, And when we take that step, God takes 10 toward us. You know, it's not us just taking a step by ourselves. It was just like Peter walking on the water. You know, Jesus told him to come. But when he started looking around at everything, like when we lose our focus, he started sinking because he wasn't looking, focusing. When we start focusing, that is going to help us rise. Sarah Blakely said, she said this about fear success is always on the other side of fear so what are we fearing are we like you said are we fearing success we could be but we need to take that step like you said we need to take that step and move forward and just see what happens the worst that can happen is you know nothing (laughs) or nothing happens that's the worst thing that can happen but the best thing that can happen is it opens all these doors and opportunities for you to share your message with the world.
1: That is very, very true. Very, very true. I'm, I have a quote that I'll I'll share. It says, be the change you wish to see in the world. It's easy to stand with the crowd, but it takes courage to stand alone. And then one of the other things um, that I have sh- shared with others is just when the caterpillar thought the world was over, that's when she became a butterfly. Oh. Um, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. So, but I, I agree, we we got to, you know, we got to get ourselves focused again. And, you know, I really believe that when we, it when we put God first and we ask him because you know he says he has plans to prosper us, yes, to not and, and not to harm us. So what are those plans? I'm like, hey God, what's what's the what's the plan for today? Like I'm I'm all yours. Like I, you know, for me, I'm I'm 51. And so I've really started to really like, okay, God, the past 40 years, I've been doing it my way and it hasn't really worked out the way I really wanted to. Yeah. There was some good times and, you know, and there was like some that were okay, but now it's like, I, I, I totally believe that you have plans to prosper me. Yes. So let's, yes. let me focus on what those plans are. And, and the best way to find out what those plans are is, is getting in the word, right? Getting in the word and and having that devotion like you had mentioned earlier, Pamela, about and starting your day that way and what you put into your brain and what are you putting into your heart the first thing in the morning, I really think is what will help your day or which way your day will go. Definitely. So, yeah.
0: Definitely sets the tone of your day. So as we're thinking about readjusting, and focusing, what are some of the uh, shiny things that you were talking about (laughs) that are getting in your way that are clearing, that are cluttering your focus?
1: Oh goodness. Yeah. It's just been, you know, one, One course after another course after another course. And, you know, when you're scrolling through Facebook, Facebook already knows that you clicked on Life on Fire or Tony Robbins or Darren Hardy. They know. So what are they going to do? They're going to keep sending you more courses, more free challenges. There's another yet another free challenge. Starts in 24 hours. Get going. Start now. You know, don't miss out. Limited space. Get in now. Um, And so you're like, oh my gosh. Yeah, okay. And so you, you know, you constantly have these shiny, like I call them shiny objects, um, distractions. And the question is how much? I mean, yes, yes. I totally believe in investing in yourself. I totally believe in education, but here's the question. It's like, have you implemented what you've already received? Have you stopped just like this last class where, where we, we had to put it into practice. Have you, have you put in what you've learned into practice already? And if you haven't, why, why have you not? And do you really have that good of a memory that you're going to remember a few months later after the last next class or the next challenge or the next course? So, you know, it, it takes, it takes a strong will. It, It takes, um, dedication. It, I think it takes uh, willpower to, okay, I'm, I'm going to just stick with what I know right now. I, I got this information. Let's see what I can do with it. All right. And then if, if I get to a point where I need something else, then I now know what I need and I can find that instead of just random carrots that are being dangled in front of us and you yes. just bite just to bite.
0: I love that. And even with the free challenges, just because it's free doesn't mean you need to join. You know, what I have been doing with those is evaluating. Do I honestly have the time commitment to honor who's giving the free challenge and also honor my time? I mean, this is your time that you're spending. It's not just being in the challenge. How is that going to move you forward? So one thing I was studying last week was purpose and In talking about the purpose, it was talking about, if you choose this, is it moving you closer to your dream, you're closer to your purpose, closer to your passion, or is it taking you away? So is the time that you spend in that course or challenge, even though it may be free, is it actually moving you down your path that God has provided for you? You know, so I'm using these little things as barometers or gauges For my own self, you know, when things come up, because I know I want to just jump on the bandwagon. I know I'm like that. I love learning. I love the thought leaders. And when they have something so irresistible, but like you, Monica, I think back, what have I learned? Am I implementing it? If I'm not, why not? And when, when am I going to, not just if not why, but when am I going to make the move and see how things turn out? Even if you help one person, that matters.
1: Exactly, exactly. And it's also really important to have those boundaries, right? And I love what you said about: Is it helping my purpose? Right. Is it going to help my purpose? And um, just recently, um, in the when I was in the middle of finishing my manuscript, and I was doing a coaching call, and then I'm like, okay. I have one other call and she was so cute because, you know, you build, you build friendships with your coaching clients. You, 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 it's hard to not build a friendship. And, um, at least for me, I I know I should probably have a better boundary with that, but, (laughs) um, but one of the things she asked me, she goes, well, is that going to help you with your finishing your project is to finish your manuscript, to get it done? And I was like, wow, girl, you have been learning. <laughs> and I'm so proud of you because, you know, here, here is the coachee helping the coacher or yes, however you want right. to say it Look. It was beautiful. I Look. loved it. And I'm yeah. like, good. You know what? You're right. No, I know this is not going to help me finish my project. And you're right. I need to have a better boundary. So for all of us, you know, for all of us, we need to have those healthy boundaries and it kind of comes back to the concept of putting on the oxygen mask on first before mm-hmm. you start putting on the oxygen mask on somebody else. You know, you we take flights for those that have never been on a plane. Um, that's what what happens right before takeoff, the the hostess, the stewardess, the flight attendant, however, whatever technical word we should be using they are telling us how to put the seatbelt on and you know all these things and then they in case of turbulence in case of this the oxygen mask is going to come down before you help your children okay i know this is a hard concept for us parents before you help your children or your other loved ones put on the oxygen mask on first and it's like what no right but it's true if you are out of breath and something happens to you, then how are you going to be able to help anybody else? And it's like the same thing with me, you know, it's like, how can I be a role model or a better coach? If I am chasing shiny things and telling my, my clients to focus on one thing, but yet here I am doing the opposite. So I too am am working on those boundaries and, um, And come clean, you know, it's like I'm a human being. We're we're all we're all struggling and I totally get it. So finding those boundaries and putting that oxygen mask on first.
0: I love that. And that is what a lot of people say. And it and it would be hard to do, but excuse me, even comedians have used that. They say, no, I gotta put it on me first before I do, you." (laughs) you know. So it's um it's it's to honor yourself you know, we set those boundaries to honor yourself, honor your dreams, honor your men, your own mentors and your mentees. So those are definitely needed. I'm making a little list so that we can give Give back to everybody today of things of how that they can readjust and focus more. And my actual word this year has been Terminator focus, because if you've ever watched Terminator anybody, he is so focused on Sarah Connor. It doesn't matter. They look up all the Connors in there. They go to every house. I'm sorry, but they do kill them all. But anyways, that's not what it's about. It's the (laughs) point is he's getting to his goal, you know, and I want to be that terminator focus that I do not let anything distract me. And, and it's hard. Like you were, we originally started talking about the distractions, you know, we have to readjust and have that terminator focus so that we can reach our goals and our dreams and that we can help it. Other people, because we are blessed to be a blessing. You know, we are here, but there are thousands, tens of thousands more that want to be where we are, that need our help to get there. So we've yeah. got to take action, and massive action is the key. When I came back from that next conference, God gave me a message on the plane going there. You know, how closer can you get to God than being on the plane? <laughs> so And Steve Weatherford spoke, and he said a lot of things that were in my message. I'm like, well, that's confirmation. And then when I got back, this is when God gave me the program that I'm putting together. And my mistake, it would already be done, Monica, if I'd taken that massive action. So now I'm getting charged up. I've got to get back, you know, in that same mindset that I was in when he gave it to me so that I can finish it, you know, and get it out there. And my goal is by the end of the month, but. It's definitely a day by day, you know, just take the right step, you know, take the right action. If somebody's out there that needs help and you can help them, why not? Why not help them? You're lifting them up. You're making their day. And it may just be a smile. You know, it it doesn't even have to cost anything. You know, it's just an act of kindness, a random act of kindness,
1: Definitely. Definitely. I love, I love that your word is the terminator for this year. I love it.
0: Terminator focus. Yeah. Terminator focus. That's
1: awesome. (laughs) That is, is, is ideal. And, and the question is everybody out there, that's listening in, what is, what is your word for this year? What is, what do you feel is your word? Because for me, my word is foundation. And, Mm. you know, if you don't build your foundation correctly, then it doesn't matter how great your walls are or your roof is, when the first storm comes, and we all know that storms do come and they will, um, the house that you're building might just fall apart because your foundation wasn't done right. So it's not about rushing and doing and running around, but it's building that foundation for me, right? And, and, And as you were talking, I was thinking, I'm like, wow, you know, with all this back to the clutter idea of (laughs) of filling ourselves with all these challenges and all these courses and all these things, it's, it's kind of like, kind of like building a house. Right. And what you did instead of really focusing on that foundation, or like for me, in my case, I just went to home Depot and bought everything. I bought the things for the walls, the windows, the roofing, the, everything, and just brought it all. And now I just have scattered of all of this material and I haven't even created the foundation
0: mm-hmm.
1: and, and what's going to happen, you know, all that material with, with the way the rain is around here, it's going to just deteriorate. It's going to, it's going to, what it's going to go away. It's going to, I'm not using it. Right. What, what do they say? If you don't use it, you lose it kind yes. of a thing. <laughs> so, yeah. So my, my word for this year is foundation. And I'm, I'm definitely trying to work on that and I am going to hold you accountable. I want to know about this course thing that you're going to be doing towards the end of this month. So yes, iron sharpens iron young lady. So we can totally keep each other accountable for our, um, things that God has been putting on our hearts to do. So
0: I love that. Yes. Okay. So. And talking about our readjusting our focus and not looking so much at the Chinese things going on, we have some steps for everyone to take. Um, I'm going to just list them out. And I listed a couple that we didn't really, we talked about, but we didn't really talk about (laughs) we alluded to them. So (laughs) the first thing is, have you implemented what you learned? If not, why, and when are you going to implement? Secondly is the course or free challenge because you know, free is not free moving you closer to your purpose and passion. Are you going to honor your time commitment? That's number three, number four, is to set your boundaries, to honor yourself, your dreams, your mentors, your mentees. And five, six, and seven, I added these on set your focus on the goal. We did talk about that. Mm -hmm. Number six is prepare and take massive action. Because when you are prepared, that will proceed provision. And then seven is accountability. And I love that. I love you said that, Monica. I would love for you to be my accountability partner to make sure I reach my goal for the end of the month for my program. Cause it's going to be awesome. So those are some things that we wanted to share with you today. Do you have any additional, um, steps Monica to help with the readjust and focus?
1: Well, I, I definitely encourage everybody to find what their word is for the year. Yes. Um, and, and ask yourself why, why is that word for you? And what does that mean to you? Like, Um, Like mine was, mine is foundation, you know, and I felt like that was something that God gave me. But the other thing too, is if you focus on God and you make him first and you really, really um, try to be still and allow him to talk to you, just remember and know that his plans are to prosper you and not to harm you. You know, And he also tells us, do not lean on your own understanding. And a, a lot of times our own understanding comes from the world. So he says, don't lean on your own understanding. So if we can spend that time where we can be still and maybe refocus and just concentrate on what he wants for us, just know and trust that he wants the best for us. And his plans are going to be way better than our, our own. So those are some things I would love to leave with you guys, you know, with you guys as well, add to that list. So Um, I I love the list. I I love all those points. And that was amazing, Pamela. Appreciate that.
0: Yes. I will post them on the podcast as well. When I post the podcast, so everybody will have them in writing. And it has been a joy as always to talk to you, Monica. I've really felt, the spirit while we're talking. (laughs) And I know that you've got great things coming up. I'm excited about your new book coming out in June. Do you want to talk about that a little bit and then tell us how everyone can connect with you? Beautiful. Yes. As a matter of fact, um, I am
1: my second collaborative book is coming out. So my first one was, uh, living abundantly. I believe that uh, we both, we were doing that together, Miss Pamela, right? Yes. Doing living abundantly together. So you guys, we're, we're going to, you're going to have to reach out to Pamela to get that book from her, uh, living abundantly extraordinary lives. And there's going to be tips of how to live an extraordinary life. So make sure to reach out to Pamela to get your living abundantly book. And, um, but my other collaborative book that I have is breaking, break. Uh, sorry, broken pieces into masterpieces, and it's also a collaborative book of, you know, how how life sometimes really can be hard and shatter your life. And there's times in our lives that something really bad might have happened, or where you know, in my case, it was. When my mom passed away with cancer and it was a really hard uh, manuscript to write because I didn't realize how much pain I still had and, and, and some guilt that I, I had it still inside that I hadn't dealt with. And uh, but that will be coming out in June, and I do a book signing in Tampa, Florida, in the middle of June. So but, exciting! Uh, yes, I get. I'm really excited because I get to meet all the other co-authors, and um, it's going to be one of those amazing times. And I believe that you and I get to see each other again in July in Dallas. Is that yes. correct? At you... abundance. Yes, at abundance. Yes, so, abundance. Um, any of those are out there that want to know a little bit more about what we're talking about. Abundance is amazing conference in Dallas, Texas in the middle, at the end of July, around the 20th, 21st of July. Um, you can reach out to Pamela and ask her about it. Um, and you can always come and get your book from her and me, and we'll sign it for you guys. So, um, but yeah, I know. Right. So how um, can they reach
0: you, Monica? Well, there's several
1: ways that you can reach me. So one of the things that I want to, first of all, give you is a gift. I want to give you guys a gift. I have, I'm a, an affiliate marketer for a, a, a big CRM platform where you can get a free account and, um, which is if you are an entrepreneur, you might need a website, you might need a blog, you might need something like that. So I have my own uh, link where it's bit.ly. So it's B-I-T dot L-Y slash forward L-A-C-O-L-O-M-B-I-A-N-A and then the number two. So it is La Colombiana 2 bit.ly slash forward, La 2. And you can go ahead and sign up and get a free account for that. Um, I, I have my Instagram, MonicaQD44. So M-O-N-I-C-A-Q as in queen and D as in David, 44, the number 44. And, or um, you can email me. You can email me at Monica at lacolombiana.me and Colombiana is the country, not the river. So it's C-O-L-O-M-B-I-A-N-A. So Monica at la Colombiana dot me. And then, of course, my Facebook page um, that I have is called M-L-C, Breaking the Chains. M-L-C is for Monica La Colombiana, Breaking the Chains, because that is going to be on my third book that's coming out. I already have the outline going, and um, I'm really excited about that one because it's to help help those that have that purpose and vision, but they're feeling like a prisoner. And so we're going to talk about what are those chains that are holding you as a prisoner Mm -hmm. and keeping you from reaching those goals and those dreams. So my Facebook page, um, I have lots of, you know, golden nuggets and little things in there too, in case you want to join me. So MLC breaking the chains on Facebook.
0: That's fabulous. And if you'll send me those links, I'll definitely include those on the podcast description so that people can just reach out to you um, through the podcast as well.
1: So this has been
0: wonderful. Thank you again, Monica, for your time and giving us your insights on how to readjust and focus and that we all struggle with the little shiny things wanting to learn so much that, you know, our brain just overflows and we have to go away somewhere where we don't even have connection service (laughs) to get rejuvenated. I'm just saying, I love to go to the beach. That's my favorite place. So one last question, where do you love to go to get revived and rejuvenated?
1: Oh, goodness. I love the ocean as well, but I also love the mountain. Mm. So it's, it just depends. And as a matter of fact, um, I, I have two, two places that I'm going to be going this year. Um, I'm invited to go back up to the San Juan islands, um, which is in the Northwest. It's an Island out of, uh, Seattle, Washington, Seattle area. And I get to just hang out, be on an Island for a while and just, you know, visit That's my fun. friends and hang out. And, and then also in August, I get to go and, continue writing on my third book in New Braunfels, Texas, and just be on an estate and um, be be able to just sit by a pool and relax and take care of some, you know, fur babies and, (laughs) and write my book. So it's going to be an amazing time. So I look forward to that.
0: That is so fabulous. And everyone out there, you need to have a place where you can get rejuvenated as well. We're so happy that you stopped by to listen today on our Real Heart Talk Radio podcast and also 360 Talk Radio for Women. You can find that also on Alexa. So thank you and stay tuned for the next episode.